So this is technically, its technical name is a nasal aspirator. Um, but a colloquial terms, it is a snot sucker, yes. Um, how it works, I'm reliably informed, is if your baby has a blocked nose, you do like a stick up, push, suck the snot out, snot out so it can breathe while it eats kind of situation, which is actually fundamentally gross. Let's be honest. This hasn't been used. So I just want to clarify. This is brand new. Why do I have one of these? I hear you ask. Well, in case you haven't noticed, I am pregnant. Um, and the purchase of snot suckers is actually what happens when it's 7pm on a Saturday night. You're in John Lewis. You haven't had dinner. And your hormones kick in and tell you that um, you will have failed as a mother unless you actually buy the snot sucker that's in front of you. Um, that's why I now own a nasal aspirator. <laughs> and that's why we're here. But um, what do a snot sucker and Christmas have in common? Which I can imagine is not the question you thought you'd be being answered when you came to church this evening. What do a snot sucker and Christmas have in common? Well, as I have been preparing for the birth of my baby... I have been thinking a lot about babies. Over here, oh, there we go. Now you can hear me talk to you about a snot sucker. Congratulations, what a great day. So what do a snot sucker and Christmas have in common is where we left that cliffhanger. So as I've been preparing for the birth of my child, I've been thinking about babies. And as we've entered the season of Advent, I've been thinking about Jesus. Because at Christmas, we celebrate the birth of Jesus as a newborn baby. The birth of the one who Christians claim is God incarnate, God with flesh on. But when you think about God, and particularly when you think about God as he is often described in the Old Testament, in the first half of the Bible, a newborn baby is the last place your mind would go. For example, in the book of Exodus, right at the beginning of the Bible, Moses has a conversation with God, and God says, you cannot see my face, because no man shall see me and live. You cannot see my face, for no man shall see me and live. We're told in the Bible that God is the creator and sustainer of all. He is all-powerful. He can make seas part. He can make food fall from the sky. He caused the whole earth to flood. He wins battles with armies one-tenth the size of their opponents. He sends fire onto a water-drenched altar purely to prove that he is the one true God. He is quite something. And yet at Christmas, we meet him in a baby, a newborn baby, one born in the back end of nowhere to an unmarried refugee mother. Do you know how useless newborn babies are? I've been learning a lot about it in my NCT classes. Um, babies can't hold their own heads up. They can't regulate their own body temperature. They can't see more than a few feet in front of them. And they certainly can't run from danger. They are some of the most vulnerable things on this earth. And Jesus 
was born at a time not only when there weren't snot suckers, but when Roman society had a widespread cultural practice of leaving unwanted babies outside the city walls to die. They called it exposure. That is the world that Jesus entered as a baby. God, the all-powerful, almighty, creating, miracle-working God who cannot show his face to human beings because they will not live, suddenly becomes a baby in this world The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. There's a modern carol by Hillsong called Arrival and there's a line in it which phrases the ridiculousness of this perfectly. It says this, Royalty robed in the flesh he created. Jesus the maker has made himself known, all hail the infinite infant God. The infinite infant God. What an oxymoron. The infinite God. The infant God. This God with us. God in our flesh, God in our world, God in our brokenness. The Christian claim is that the reason Jesus came to earth as a human was to rescue humanity from the mess that they had made of the world and of themselves. That's what the season of Advent that we're currently in is about. It's not just a countdown to Christmas. It's about acknowledging the brokenness and the darkness of the world around us and thus pushing us to long more fervently for something, for anything to break in and help us. When we consider the darkness and brokenness of the world today, suffering, mourning, death, pain, we don't need to look far to see it. It's right in front of us. We realize, fundamentally, we are helpless in the face of all that ails us. We may have the illusion of control. We may think that we can cling to certainty and good things, but deep down, if we're really, really honest with ourselves, we know that we cannot, we are too far gone, things are too broken. There's a poem by W.H. Auden which is called For the Time Being, and it captures this perfectly. It says this, we who must die demand a miracle. How could the eternal do a temporal act? The infinite become a finite fact. Nothing can save us that is possible. We who must die demand a miracle. Nothing can save us that is possible. We who must die demand a miracle. A miracle. A miracle perhaps like the infinite infant God, the all-powerful creator being becoming a newborn baby, 
This flies in the face of all that we are told to believe about gods, about rulers, about kings, and it tells us something profound. It tells us that God cares. He cares about us. He cares about us in our weakness and our brokenness, our pain and our mourning. He cares enough not just to stand back and say, gosh, what a pity, would you like a cup of tea? He cares enough to roll up his sleeves and step right in to the brokenness. God with us. Not God near us, not God helping from the sidelines, not God cheering us on from a distance. God with us. In the midst of it all, in the midst of the mess, God is here. He knows intimately what it is to be vulnerable. He was a newborn baby, after all. He knows what it is to face pain and fear and death and heartache, and he is, in, he is with us in the midst of it all. Today, right now, God with us. Whatever you are facing today, whether it is full of joy or full of sorrow or that messy mix of the two, what we are celebrating at Christmas is God with us, an all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving God who stepped in and saw fit to fix what has been broken. But he didn't do this as a newborn baby. The miracle of the incarnation, the miracle of God with flesh on, doesn't end with the virgin conceiving and giving birth to a son as absolutely wild as that is. That baby grows up as babies are prone to do. And when this baby is all grown up, when he can hold his own head up and walk and regulate his own body temperature and see further than a few feet in front of him, and when he doesn't need a snot sucker anymore because he can blow his own nose, he begins his ministry with some powerful words. You can find them in Luke chapter four. It says this, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. You notice all the people who are mentioned here, all those groups, the poor, the prisoners, the blind, the oppressed. These are the vulnerable, the needy, the ones who feel most acutely the brokenness of the world. And what does he promise them? Good news, freedom, recovery of sight, the Lord's favor. God with us, alongside us, in the midst of us, and ushering in a new kingdom, a new way of doing things, a new reality. That is the good news of Christmas. That is the reality of God with us. That is the invitation that this season brings. God has come into our lives to be with us, to offer us good news, freedom, peace, tidings of comfort and joy. You know the drill. It's in all the carols. Perhaps you find this surprising. Perhaps the God that you have been told about is distant, impossible to understand, aloof. Maybe he's angry. Perhaps the God that Christians have shown you is one that is hypocritical and difficult to understand, fickle and furious. That is not the God 
who reveals himself in this newborn baby. That is not the God who reveals himself in the person of Jesus. In the person of Jesus, we find God with us. A God who cares. Who cares about the most vulnerable. Who cares about us in our deepest need. And who has stepped in to rescue us. To bring us peace. Nothing can save us that is possible. We who must die demand a miracle. The infinite, infant God with us. Happy Christmas.